What's uh what's like the difference between like a EP and an LP and like what so how do you how do you decipher what what is what? I was just talking about this with my piano player. Cause I think when it comes to like rap and like hip hop and stuff, the word mixtape came into the equation and kinda changed things. Yeah. So I was asking him what he thought it was. He said a mixtape is when you take someone else's music. And you just put your lyrics and your melodies on top of it. Yeah, so, so you're, is, you're like recycling the beat. Exactly. In, in a sense. So that's what he said a mixtape was. And an EP is like... Well, this is what he said, so I have my own opinion. Okay. But he, he told me this. He said, an EP is like a preview of an album concept. So it's like five, six songs. Interesting. However many you know it is. And that's supposed to be like, okay, well then, this is the idea for a future project, which is going to be the album. Mm. So let's say the album has 12 songs. The EP has like five. So do, do those five songs end up being part of the 12 or is it, yes. or is it 12 plus the five? You could do either actually. Okay. You could do, you could really do whatever you want. So, so when artists drop like an EP, it's mostly like them like testing the waters, like, Hey, I want to do something like this to see how fans react to it. Or is yeah. it just more of like, I'm going to put this out, let it simmer in my brain, my, you know, that, that mm -hmm. creative flow. I think it's a little bit of both. Cause you know, the EP is, it's not as many songs as a full blown album, which an album is an LP. Okay. So I think it's long play and extended play. Oh, I interesting. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. All right. Don't quote me on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, for me, I'm doing an EP, so it's just going to be five, six songs. It's not going to be an album after it. It's just kind of like a compilation of songs that I'm working on. I want to just do a little... It's like a mini album, yeah. is what I call it, yeah. And and are you testing Waters out, like, something totally different? Because, I, I mean, I, I kind of had, like, a, like, a... Not a time frame, but, like, I wanted to start, like, with your interview or, per mm -hmm. se, like, how you got started, things like that, and then talk about your two songs that mm -hmm. are out there. But, you know, this is kind of more natural, I Whatever guess. Whatever you want to do, yeah. So, so is the EP you're getting ready to drop or you want to drop in January different from the music that you've been putting out? Yes. It's it's similar because it's kind of singing and rap combined. Yeah. Um, but w Which is phenomenal, by the way. Thank you very yeah, much, Yeah, so... <clears throat> your last one catch a vibe mm -hmm. now i wanted to talk about this towards the end but dude <laughs> that fucking song is so sick thank dude. you man. it's so that. fucking sick how'd you okay let me back up a little bit lay it on me all right so you're originally from new york yes right and you grew up in a family band called the focals which most people know out here <laughs> right you're pretty you're pretty uh notorious out here <laughs> thanks for being in the in the family band the focals but you kind of play music you lived in like Scand not Scandinavian. Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, okay. so I, I traveled a lot growing up. So originally from New York, traveled to Switzerland, Las Vegas, and now I'm out here. But I mean, I traveled all over, but lived in Switzerland and Vegas before That's fucking here. so sick, yeah, man. It was, it was, so it was great, sick. man. It was great to see different cultures and learn different languages and appreciate, you know, different places. Yeah. All right. And then you end up out here, you start doing music, and you guys are mostly like uh, like a cover band, right? For, yeah. For your family? That's just more, to, you know, to make a living. Okay. Pay bills and stuff. Uh, we do about 300 songs, give or take, all covers. I mean, we throw in some originals here and there, but when you're playing bars and that's weddings crazy. and stuff like that, it's mainly covers because people want to hear what they know. Exactly. Yeah. That That's true. That is true. Fucking 300 songs is what you guys know. Give, give or take. Yeah, we're always working on new stuff and throwing it in. That's wild. That's well, a lot, dude. We're, we're, we're playing to so many different crowds. Yeah. You know, we do 50s, 60s, 70s. We do rock, country, Motown, rap, a little bit of everything. So, so. it's easy to compile all the songs. Yeah, and, and, it adds up quick. Yeah, d diversify your, your musical talent. You guys are super fucking talented, dude. Like, Thank you, man. Your family, bro. 
So I'm I'm mostly like rap and hip hop. I right? love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So Chanel put me on, right? Okay. She's like, yo, we're gonna start listening to all this music because she's fucking yeah. musically inclined, right? She's all over the map with music. She is all over the map. And so we went to go see you guys and I was like, what the fuck? Like they are <laughs> fucking sick, dude. Like this is super dope. And Thank like you. instantly just fell in love. And I think and you could probably, you know, answer this better, but I think that out here people are like more open to the music and like like family bands and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. th- there's like a good music culture out here for whatever it is. Like cars and music. Like people yeah, love no, it out here. It's it's crazy. When when I was living in Vegas there was a lot of different bands and stuff too, but it wasn't as much of a community as it feels out here. Really? And I, I mean, traveling all, all over the world, you know, you see different places and how different bands are and stuff. This community out here, man, it's been so welcoming. And like bands supporting other bands and artists supporting artists, people working together. And like yeah. actually, you know, before COVID, it was like live shows all the time and everyone's doing concerts. It was a great environment. That's awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was great. And how how do we stack up to like the other places you live? Like you mentioned on Vegas, but like what mm-hmm. about um, Switzerland and and other places? Are, are is like the Antelope Valley up there for like the support? As a, for for like musical support? Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. Because I was really young in New York and Switzerland. Vegas was good too, but Vegas is such a big city. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to have you know. There's only there's so many different places to play. So many different events going on. It's always something. Yeah. Every night of the week, there's a show. Or someone's doing something. So out here, it's you're a little bit more limited unless you're going down to the valley. You're going right. to L.A. So yeah, no, the support out here is unmatched, man. That and that makes sense. You know, yeah. like your your geographical location probably has a lot to play on. Absolutely. On your on your fan base, but um, yeah, you guys are awesome, man. And and I think you guys are doing pretty well. I would assume Thank you. this is your form of income, right? Like you this you are the it. fucking rock star. You know what I mean? You're not. I don't know about you're, that. You're not but... flipping burgers on the side, and and I mean you're really doing it. This is I mean full time, man. You know we all dedicated our lives to this, a hundred and ten percent. Because okay. this is what we love to do, and this is what we enjoy doing. And if you can make a living doing what you love, like that's successful. Right. You you really don't work a day in your life then. No, right? you, if you love it, you're not working. Yeah, yeah. that's so sick, man. So it was really uh uh your parents that kind of were obviously musically inclined and and got you guys in it at an early age, right? Yeah. So my my dad taught himself music. I think when he was like ten years old, and he didn't take lessons. He just taught himself every wow. instrument. He toured the world with some of the best musicians in the world, and then growing up around it. We all said, you know, teach us. We want to play. Yeah. And at first, he didn't want to teach us because he said this industry is so evil and there's like so much negativity in it. Really? He didn't, want, he didn't want us to do it. And we were young. I was like five. Yeah. And so he's like, no. And then, you know, you keep persisting, persisting. Eventually, he's like, all right. Yeah. And he started teaching us. And then, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I thought for sure he was just like, okay, we're all going to play. You music. would think. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. But then as we all started, you know, he started popping out more kids and we all started learning. He said, man. We could have a family band. Yeah. It, and it wasn't like planned. It just kind of happened. We all played something. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So how, how many siblings do you have? You have two other siblings? Yeah, three, so I have other siblings? older sister, younger sister, and younger brother. Okay. Yeah. And and everybody can play an instrument, at least one instrument. Something, yeah. I mean, my little brother plays pretty much everything. I play pretty, pretty much everything. That's Joey does. Joey's piano, guitar. Like Everyone does try, or tries to do multiple instruments. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. And what about your pops? How many instruments can he play? He could play it all day. He'd teach you guys yeah. how to play each instrument? Yeah, so he would get us started on it. And the rule was like, you know, when I started playing bass, okay, 10 minutes a day, no more, no less. You have to do it if you're going to learn. So it was every day 10 minutes. That's sick. But he he knows, he plays bass, guitar, piano, drums. Um, like he'll, he'll just make it, I don't know. There's other stuff he plays, I just can't think yeah, of it. Yeah, he just does everything. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so growing up and and being you know in a family of just super talented musicians in my opinion because I, I listen to you guys and i'm like this is set like i've listened to what you've done just by yourself mm-hmm. what your sister's done mm-hmm. you guys collectively it's like it's always an enjoyable listen for me. Thank you, man. And I come from rap and hip hop. Like yeah. I want to hear gangster shit. You know what I, I mean? Feel you, yeah. And I put that on. I'm like, I'm fucking missed out on so much in my fucking musical. Like you got expansion. Yeah. Yes, for sure. You know, but um, yeah, you guys are like super talented. Uh, did you? You're mostly like a bass player and and singer, or? Yeah, uh, I started playing bass when I was five, so that's my main instrument. That's my favorite instrument to play. That's probably my most. The, the instrument I'm best at. Yeah. But I taught myself uh, guitar, drums, piano as well. Almost saxophone for a minute, but I gave that up quick. Really? Man. Yeah, that was a lot of work. It was just really I res- tough. I respect <laughs> horn players, man. That's yeah. awesome, man. No, I say bass player first, but uh, I used to do <clears throat> punk too before I started doing rap and stuff. Really? So I'm kind of a singer, but I'm not a, I don't think I'm like a great singer. I think I know what I could do. Like I could do some rap and stuff and I could do punk. Yeah. And that's my thing. I'm not like my sister Joey, who's an insanely talented vocalist. Yeah, she is. And can sing whatever. Yeah. So when you were in the in the punk band, were you the singer? Yeah, I was the, the singer and guitar player. What was that band called? The Skidmark Kids. The Skidmark Kids? That's awesome. Man. Yeah, How old man. are you in this when you're in the Skidmark Kids? Oh, I was gonna bring my buddy Max actually today, but he had some stuff he got caught up with. Oh, okay. We were like fifteen when we met. Mm-hmm. Probably fifteen and a half, sixteen when the band started. That's not that long. Like, you're 22? 21. You're still 21. Yeah, I'll be 22 in January. Okay, all right. Damn, that's not that long ago. It's really not, but it feels like forever ago because yeah. we've done so much since. Yeah. But yeah, we, we uh, did this contest called Battle for Vans Warped Tour, uh-huh. and we beat like two or 300 bands, and we got to play Warped Tour Pomona. No it's, way. It's funny. One of the bands that we, we competed against was four girls called Crimson Apple. And now they're actually blowing up on TikTok and on social media. Really? I think they're all four sisters, man. It's like insanely talented girls and they're just Damn. doing it, man. They're, the TikTok is blowing up. They're, all the social media is blowing up. They're just super That's cool nuts. chicks. Yeah. Holy shit. And we got to like... They're from out here? Them. Like well, L- like LA area? I, I want to say like OC. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. I think like Santa Ana or something. Like that. Damn, that's nuts. Yeah, man. man. They're super cool chicks too. They were the ones who won everything and they're the ones that beat you guys? No, we beat everybody. Oh, you beat we, them in, we, yeah, included? Yeah, we beat everybody. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn, that's nuts. But I got to give them props because they're doing this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, my man broke up. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So what What was your boy's name? Max Esparza. Max, okay. Yeah, so it, it, we kind of went partners on it. He did drums, I did bass, and then I kind of just shifted to guitar. <laughs> we had two other cats to play with us. So it was a cool little project, man. Yeah, and, and you did that all through like high school, I'm assuming? Yeah, so we, we were in, I think, 10th grade, maybe? Yeah. I think. Yeah, 15 years. Yeah. yeah, you're roughly like 10th grade. Yeah, you're in high school and yeah. did that and played Warp Tour and had some cool stuff. We we're working with some cool people. And then, you know, things fall apart, but we're, I'm still cool with all the guys and it's still That's a good cool. relationship. At least you guys didn't break up for some bullshit, you know. Yeah. And just oh, we did. Oh, it really? Was not, yeah, it was like stupid reasons. Oh, okay. But, but we, you're but still we, Yeah, yeah you, we managed to keep that Adults about it. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, So you have a studio out here. Do you have a studio in your house or you guys, I would imagine you guys have quite the collection of gear and instruments and yeah absolutely we got the home studio right now we just kind of redid everything too we redid the floors we got a big uh like actual studio table like a desk yeah we just invested in some good equipment so everything i do is either from my house or have a, a buddy of mine that's producing me now we go to his studio in the valley damn that's fucking amazing dude yeah you just, i wake up in the morning and i could just step in the studio and say let me lay this down right now how how much of a benefit is that because i would imagine i'm not like artistic or creative mm-hmm. at all but i would imagine that when i want to get in the studio and i got some juices flowing like i need to put it down now like i need yeah. to i need to just get my hands on 
start messing with the controls and yeah, sounds. Get into and, it. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I would imagine that it's got to be super beneficial to having a studio. Dude, right? Absolutely, man. I mean, I still, when I wake up or I think of a song idea or a lyric, I'll put it in my voice memos real quick. I think I have like a thousand voice memos. Really? And uh, that's the quickest way. But then I could say, okay, well, let me expand on this. The studio is literally, what, 10 steps away from my bedroom. That's so Just insane. get it going. And it, it really helps you get your ideas faster and quicker. And you could really build, I think, a better song than if you had to like wait a month to get into a studio and yeah, start doing absolutely. it the right way. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you're in the comfort of your own home. You know, the, the creativity, there's no boundaries on it. That like nobody's yeah, no stress. Yeah. Either. Nobody's in there. Yeah. Trying to dictate what, what goes on, but how challenging is it with a family full of artists all trying to get in the studio at the same time? Very. <laughs> we started doing this thing. We got a whiteboard. We're saying, uh, well, I get the studio at 12 and I'm doing like an eight hour session. Jesus. You can come in after and you could do from like nine to whatever. Yeah. Or like, so my buddy Sam and I were just talking. He's going to come over Tuesday and probably Wednesday and just lay down some stuff. So I'm going to go on the board, tell my family, yo, I'm all day Tuesday and like like an eight hour, you know, Wednesday morning, whatever so it's going to be. Yeah, that's so It's, it's hard though, man, because my sister does uh, this thing called Fulco Fridays where she does a cover every Friday. So she's got to get in the studio, do that. My little brother's always recording stuff. My dad got his own music and I'm trying to work on my EP and my punk music as well. So it's like. Whenever you can get in there, get in there. What a challenge, yeah. man. It's, it's good, though. It could be worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can imagine. Um, who set up your studio? My dad. Your dad knows all about it. He knows, yeah. like, the, the acoustics and, and he knows everything. everything. He, I mean, he's literally done it his whole life, from 10 till however old he is now. I mean, he just this turned 60. Your dad's 60? Just turned 60, This man. dude's rocking across the stage. I like know, he's 43, man. man. That's awesome. Just turned 60. He, he really did a lot of research. And like the right equipment, the best equipment, the best quality. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to go to a studio in LA just because, oh, you know, it's a studio, whatever it is. Like, I have all the equipment, everything I need at my house. That's so. You have all the tools to be successful right there. Everything I need is right in front of yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So are you? I I would imagine you guys like practically live at like Guitar Center and stuff like that. You guys are constantly online, like looking up new mics, new studio, new equipment, shit like that. Yeah, I don't know about Guitar Center, but <laughs> but are they not? Websites. Are they not up there with the? Uh, Guitar Center doesn't care about musicians. Really? Let me put it that way. Why you say that? I think that in the past few years, the customer service just declined. Oh man! And it's not—it's not like it was. When like you know some of these mom and pop shops, you go in, the guys like, "Hey man, let me give you a discount on this. You know, you do this." Yeah. We bought a guitar from Guitar Center. It was like fifteen hundred dollars, brand new, and a case and everything. And they didn't give us like a guitar pick. Like they couldn't give you nothing. No way. Yeah, it was insane, dude. That's it's like, nuts. Where's the give and take? You know, we want your business. Right. Here's a set of strings. Yeah. That's gonna cost them nothing. That's crazy. After spending two grand. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. That's wild. So I have my own experience with Guitar Center. Like, obviously, I have a lot of microphones. And, yeah, all this and, equipment. Yeah, and I'll go in there trying to pick their brain on stuff like these boards and whatnot. And mm. I feel like, you like you're right there. I don't want to say their knowledge because I'm not the most knowledgeable mm -hmm. person, but I've done my homework a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So research. when I go in there, I try to ask questions. They're like, uh, yeah, I think I think you could do that. And then, they and then I say, I'm like, oh, come on, bro. Like, yeah. this is what you do. You know, <laughs> like, if you're going to do it, do it, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, but your pops, he, uh, he's got to be a wizard at it then. Oh, he's, he's great, man. Science. Yeah. I so, use computers though, and he uses the old school stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, he likes the buttons and the lights, and I do too. Yeah. But, you know, when, it's easier to get in your computer and just 
you know, cut this and do this and it's 10 times quicker. Right. So he kind of records it the old school way, but he knows so much about how he does it. Really? Yeah. So all his stuff is recorded like analog. It's all, it's all analog. Yeah. But I, what I like to do is record everything analog and then I put it into my computer and mix every, like mix everything and I could edit it on there. So I still get the analog sounds. That's wild. But it's easier for me to mix and edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the best of both worlds almost, right? right. You got to find that balance between. Yeah. Um. So you got a, a producer, you mm, said, yeah. and who else is on your team other than other than your family? Uh, so right now my producer is Sam Tigan. Mm-hmm. Great dude. His family is just genuine, kind people. He's super talented at what he does. Shout out to him, man. All right. Uh, he's really making me sound good. Yeah. Uh, my other friend, KP, Karina Plata, she is my like videographer. Okay. Her and I work together on separate videos, music videos, other projects. Is she the one that just did the music video for yes. uh, White... Uh, White Lexus. White Lexus. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that video, fucking sick. Thank you, man. So yeah. so I hit her up, actually, uh-huh. and I was just like, yo, this is fucking sick. Like, mm. you, I, you killed it. Like... It was. It was. No, she's great. So tell me a little bit about that. That song is not your song. It's nobody's song that that's part of your family or anything like no, that. No, no. But that artist let you use his song to create a, your own music video. Yeah. So that's my buddy uh, Adrian Garzon. Okay. He goes by Garzon. That's his artist name. And I've known him for a few years, and we just always talked music and stuff. And then my friend KP heard the song. I played it for her. She's like, "Man, I love this song." So she hit him up. She said, "Can I use this for a project?" Because she's trying to build her like videography reel. Yeah. To get more jobs and kind of like a resume. Okay. He said, yeah, absolutely. So we called up a friend, uh, Larissa of ours, and uh, she acted in it. And she's not really an actress. She's actually working to be a manager for artists. Really? And uh, she acted in it, and I acted in it. I helped Karina kind of with some of the plot and stuff, but she's the mastermind behind it. She filmed everything, edited it, put it all together. It was sick. Thank you, man. It was a cool little story. It you know, was it, super it sick. with the lyrics and yeah. everything. Yeah, it was super sick. And and all shot out here, I'm assuming, right? Everything I mean, that, those, was out those here. Those back end roads, like way out on like 80th and whatever, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And the song Super says sick. Avenue I. We went to Avenue I. We got that shot. So sick, man. It was all legit out here, man. Yeah, it was. I was like, dude, this is... So basically, I'm watching you, in my mm. mind, a rock star, right? Like, you guys are <laughs> rock stars, right? And I'm like, okay, this dude's making his own music. He's got a producer, right? He's got his team, his family. Mm-hmm. Now he's got this videographer, which... You know, to me, it's just like a new videographer, but you say yeah. that's her, your friend and whatnot. Yeah, we linked up a few years back, and we just, it was funny, man. Originally, I was going to act in something she was doing, and she didn't know me. Yeah. Just a mutual friend said, oh, Jesse can act. And so we just hung out one time, and then like this, dude, every day we're hanging out, working on ideas, or working on something, and just... That's so we, sick. We, our families are alike. Her and I are so alike. We just work together very well. That's awesome. Yeah, she's a cool person. Man. You, guys, you guys just have like the creative mindset where like, Nothing gets shot down. There's like no bad ideas. What? How? How does it work? How, no, I mean, there's always bad ideas. Yeah. But we tell each other. Oh, that's so it's good. Like, well, you know, really honest. How do we make it better? Yeah. You know, what's the best thing for the story? Does this work for like this character, or does this work for the lyrics of this song? Or if we're doing just a like, short film, it's like, okay, well, why is why does that work, or why doesn't that work? Mm. So we we try to talk and figure everything out so to make the best possible product like we can do. That's so sick. Yeah. You have like the full. The full effect going on right now. I'm, I'm working on it, man. I'm, I'm really got some good people around me. Were Were you in a movie? You were in two movies. Was I? Yeah. No, I did, I did some commercials. I think I did a B movie. Okay. I did a B movie. I did a few national commercials. I'm actually working on my dad's independent movie right now. So Interesting. Little things. Okay, so you yeah. do have some acting experience. A I little mean, bit, man. You're, yeah. You're, you're no, you're no stranger to this life. It It seems like. I mean, you're you're. You're full forward. Like this is what you want to do. This is where you're going. Thousand percent, man. What's the end goal for you? When when will you look back and be like, 
Jesse fucking made it, dude. Like, you did what you wanted to do. I don't think there's ever a point where I'm going to say, okay, I made it. That's, you know, that's that was the goal. Yeah. I think for me, it's always keep building, keep improving. But getting to the point where a lot of people hear my music, you know, people connect with my music. Um, so music's the main thing. Acting is the second thing. On the side, produce things. I do. I try to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, jack of all trades. Exactly. I, you know, master of none. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I just uh, I think music's the main goal. You know, getting my music out there, building that fan base, having people enjoy it. Yeah, I'd rather have you know a thousand people listen to my music that I connect with than ten million people that don't care. Yeah. I want to you know build yeah. that relationship with my fans. I don't even call them fans. I call them like friends, family. Yeah. Um, I think you know touring the world. I I really love touring, doing live shows. I want to play big arenas. I want to work with some of the best artists in the world. Yeah. Get to that level where I'm like, you know, a household name. Yeah. Uh, and that makes sense. And I, I figured that was your answer, but, you know, I got to yeah. ask. Because some people are like, you know, if I could just do it to get by, then mm-hmm. that's cool because I enjoy doing it. But yeah. then you get that rock star fucking, yeah. like, well, that's the That's the life, the man. That's, that's the dream, you know. That's, that's not the motivation for it. The motivation is just I love what I'm doing. And if I can survive doing what I love doing, I'm happy. Yeah. But to go, the dream is, man, I want to tour the world. You know, I want to sell out shows. Yeah. I want to work with all these famous rappers and these singers and yeah. these these rock and roll musicians. You know, yeah. all of that stuff. That makes sense. So let, let's talk about Tombstone real quick. Yeah, let's go. All right. So Tombstone is a song written by you. Yes. Sang by you. Mm-hmm. Produced by you. Well, Sam produced that one with me. Okay. Yeah, so we got together. And we made that one happen. So were you like, did you know a whole lot about producing before that? Or was he just kind of over your shoulder saying like, hey man, like if that's the sound yeah. you want, you got to tweak this, do this. How, so, how did that collaboration come about? So Sam and I actually, we met each other in junior high in Las Vegas. Really? And then we, he moved to Beverly Hills. I moved out here and we just lost touch because it was, you know, sixth grade, whatever. Then we linked up. He's like, yeah, I'm doing music. I said, me too. And he just came over to the house and I showed him a chord progression and he was like, okay, well, let me start putting it down. So he started putting the chords down, making the beat. So him and I worked very closely on that, but I'm giving him credit. He did a lot of the work on that. Okay. I mean, that was mainly all him Fair putting enough. the beat together. And then I did my vocals by myself, and I sent them to him, mixed everything, and got it done. But yeah, no, he uh, he's the one that made all the, the made it sound that good. You know, <laughs> Make the yeah. production sound good. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a cool song. Um, I remember when it dropped. You know, we had the you had the uh, the party at. Um, Big shots. Big shots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So That's it was cool. cool and you got to play it live, right? I mean, they they played it there. Yeah, they did. They played it for me. It was a cool little thing, man. How did that feel for you knowing the amount of time and work you put in to make like your own song and then have it play for everybody? Because that, was that like your first time? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I've had music with my family before and stuff, but this was my first single on my own and it was released as Jesse Fulco. Yeah. So the, it was a good feeling, man. I had some friends there. You were there, you know. Yeah. Um, a few friends came through, supported it. It was right after my 21st birthday. It was a cool little time period, you know? And yeah, yeah, played yeah. It, the song for everybody, and it felt good. It it was cool to, to, to see, man, how much people really enjoyed it and how, how many people came out to support it. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed listening to it. Um, but this 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 next song that you just released, Catch yeah. a Vibe, yeah. it's not like that song at all. No, it's two different vibes. So yeah. when I was listening to Catch a Vibe, I was kind of expecting something along the lines of Tombstone. Yeah. Right? Not at all. Not at <laughs> no, all. It's dude. a little bit more jumpy. Yeah, it's a, jumpy. it's a little more vibey, yeah. right? And I'm not gonna take anything away from Tombstone, but your last verse mm. in Catch a Vibe, mm. you're spitting bars. Thank you, man. Yeah, you're fucking rapping, dude. I was and trying. I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? Yeah. Like, this is Jesse. Like, what happened, dude? Oh man. So, how did you? Uh, 
why? Why catch a vibe? Yeah, that one just happened, man. So uh, I've been listening to a lot of different music lately and you know, trying to get inspired. And Sam was busy doing some other projects, so I didn't hit him up. Um, that's a least beat. So there's a, these guys from Quebec. Mm-hmm. Uh, their company's called Basement Productions. And they have this this kind of beat. And I hear it. I'm like, dude, this is hard, man. Like, this is just, this is gangster. Yeah. And then uh, I hit them up, start talking to them. I speak French because I grew up in Switzerland. So they spoke French. So we kind of had that connection, started talking. They told me they like Tombstone. So I'm like, dude, send me, send me the beat. You know, we'll work at a deal. And then I was sitting with it. I'm like, okay. I tried so many different ideas for that beat. Because that beat, you could do so much on it. And then I just came with, I came up with that. And I was like, okay. Let me start off some singing, but then start rapping. Yeah. It just kind of fell into place. I want to tell a little story, you know? Yeah. Because you're trying to catch a vibe with somebody. That's what it's about. Yeah, for and sure. And the music video is almost done for that, too. You're doing a music video. It's uh, So it's going to be kind of real life into animation. That's sick. So How do you have an animator? Saying. You got to find him, man. You got to find him. Jesus, you know? dude. So you're really out here outsourcing. I mean, you go to these guys in Quebec for the beat. Yeah. You work out your deal, mm-hmm. right? Now you lay your your track yeah you, you lay your part on it mm-hmm. which how long did it take to come up with the song start to finish do you think roughly i think i got the idea for the melody on like one day and then i said okay i'm gonna sit with that whatever i didn't do anything and then after i started getting in there writing like writing writing it took me like a day or two and really then, yeah i did all the vocals i mixed everything myself then i had to get mastered and then karina did the real life videos okay so she filmed that stuff had the so animator sick. so we're, that's almost done i should probably finish that yeah. Soon though, yeah. That's so sick, man. Yeah, it's cool. How'd you it's find different. an animator? You just online? And yeah, there's, a, there's so many great people online, man. Yeah. And, you know, you find the one that's the closest to, like, what I had in mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I could work with this and talk to this girl. And uh, they have a team of people yeah. that do it. So I gave her my ideas. We worked out a deal. And she killed it, man. It looks, it looks really good. Really? Man. Yeah, so, I'll show you some stuff. All right. When, when can we expect the release, though, the, the official release? I'm going to say in a week or two. That's really quick. Yeah, I'm going to try. Really well, try. It's, it's almost there. Yeah. It's just, I got it finish it yeah you know i mean everything's filmed this is the editing and the final making everything yeah get, the final get ready tweaks, put yeah. your stamp on it and send it out yeah, yeah. K- kp is gonna help me with the final editing too. That, that i feel like that was really quick because this song only dropped like a couple weeks ago didn't it maybe a yeah. month now yeah october 24th it was my uh my grandfather's birthday oh wow yeah you purposely do that yeah absolutely okay and your grandfather is a marine he, you, yeah he was he a marine, was a marine. Like a tattoo yeah that my dad has yeah, yeah. and peace, uh, man. great guy yeah yeah for sure um was he musically inclined like that? No, he was a big fan. He's an old school Italian guy. We're all from New York, you know. Yeah. Uh, big Sinatra fan. He really appreciated music. Okay. But he wasn't. He didn't play anything. My grandmother, who's still alive, she was a great singer. Really? Yeah. Her, I think her mother or his mother played piano and sang or something. Oh, but damn. my grandmother, she was a great singer, man. I got some like old school recordings of it. Oh, she's dude, just, you got to keep those gems. Oh, it's insane. You yeah, got to keep no, those gems. So I think that's probably where my dad got it from. Do you think that you guys are like genetically built to do music, or was it fucking putting hours in the studio to perfect? Because I, I can't sing for shit. Yeah, dude. and nobody in my family can sing for shit. So part of me is like, dude, that's all genetics. But then it's like, nah, man. Like you got to get out there and train your vocal cords, and yeah. you got to you got to work out you can't just show up to play ball you know yeah, what i mean yeah. you got to put in the put in the time I, I think it's genetics that we have the passion to do it but you know getting to a level where you're talented enough to do something or you know that's years of practice man you yeah. gotta you gotta work for it. otherwise you can't just be great unless you're a virtuoso you know yeah so you gotta put in the time and do it like my sister joey man this recording her years ago when she like sucked and then but you keep working it and working it and eventually you get to the level where she was <laughs> Top 17 on The Voice. Okay, so th- th- 
let's talk about that then, let's right? Because your sister, who is a great singer, phenomenal mm-hmm. singer, um, she's like got good energy, right? When yeah. she's on the stage, you can tell she's in she's in like this mode, mm-hmm. right? But she recently just went out and auditioned for The Voice this past year, yeah. right? This past season, which was season eighteen. Eighteen. And um, everybody's supporting in Antelope Valley, right? We're all like, yep, yep. We're going we're gonna to tune in. Yeah. I don't watch TV, but I'm like, hey, watch The Voice, you know? <laughs> and she fucking gets picked by Blake Shelton. Yeah, dude. Like, how fucking sick is that? Tell me Crazy. what it was like for you being there, just witnessing your older sister, like, go out and audition for The Voice and then get picked by Blake Shelton. Because... You knew before we all yeah, knew, yeah, yeah. right? So you have to keep it quiet. So that was the hardest part about <laughs> it, man. So, uh, so how does she get the idea that she wants to go for the voice? Um, it kind of just happened, man. For the longest time, we were never about awards, like no, what's the word? Uh, competition shows, mm-hmm. because you know how can you compare this guy who sings just blues to this girl who sings country or this, you know, whatever? It's it's a lot of different things. Um, like America's Got Talent it's like a guy that juggles and a guy yeah. that plays guitar it's two different things right but we were never big fans of it but then when it came to The Voice you know watching it and she's, she, she was thinking it's really they can't see you or nothing it's just your voice mm-hmm. so it's, it's a different aspect it's got, I think it's the most legit one okay and something popped up like you know open auditions for The Voice in LA these two days and it was just like a last minute, ah, oh, let's just go. No way. So she just decided to go. No and, way, and dude. To this, man. She's one of the only people that waited in the line. No way. She waited in line like with 500 people and auditioned for these people and eventually moved on to the next few rounds until she got to like Blake. Because there's producer meetings and right. stuff beforehand. Yeah. Other people, oh yeah, you know, I just went straight to the producer meeting. I went straight to this. And she's like waited in the line. She literally and started sang, from, from the bottom. From the way bottom. When it comes to the voice audition. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's fucking nuts. I know, it's insane. So when she gets this idea, like, oh, look on Facebook, like voice or yeah. whatever, right? Are, are you guys thinking like, yeah, okay, let's go do this. And and it, is she telling people like other than, you know, her boyfriend mm. or, or the fam? Are you guys putting that information out there like, hey, we're going to go try for the voice? No, man. I, I, I like, uh, I think we all like to work in silence. Yeah. You know, and, and work on your thing and, and do what you got to do until you're at the point where you could say, okay, it's set in stone. Yeah, don't count your chickens before it's hatched. Or yeah, type nobody thing. knew, dude. Nobody knew until like the week we started promoting the voices on. That's fucking nuts. Nobody knew but just the family. That's crazy, man. And that was hard. So she goes down. Do you go with her no. to, to this audition? I think her boyfriend went with her. Okay. Waited with her. We were setting up in Ridgecrest for a performance we were doing. Mm. So it was like 110 degrees. We're setting up all this equipment. She's in LA doing this. She comes to meet us after the audition. No way. And plays the gig. No way. Yeah. What a baller, dude. That's such a cool story, man. Like It was crazy, yeah. Dude, I can't even imagine just being older and be like, yep, I just lived this crazy life and I went audition for The Voice. Out of, went out back, of the rocked blue. out with my fam, you know? Nah, that's a cool story. That's sick. All right, so she goes through the production meetings, all the entry stuff, and she, they say, okay, yep, you're going to be able to be on the live show and, yeah. and audition. Um, obviously, this is when you and... and, and company show up mm-hmm. and and are there for it what's it like being there knowing that your sister who you play with and you know her talent mm-hmm. you have to watch her go out there and sing and and hopefully get picked or not what what's going through your emotions during this time i think i was more anxious and nervous than she was really because when you're on stage you have some control over it when we're sitting back looking at her perform like through a hallway it's like 
nerve-wracking, dude. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> oh, God, dude. This is crazy. And we don't get to see her before she does it. Yeah. She's backstage. She's with the other contestants. They're doing their warm-ups, whatever they have to do, getting mic'd up. And so we're just sitting. Oh, Just wow. waiting. And then they you know, they shuttle us down to whatever uh, studio it was. And then we get there. And they're like, okay, you guys can stand here. And she comes out. And, like, your heart starts pumping. Yeah. Especially my dad, you know? Uh, I can only imagine. I'm about to ask how he was feeling. Yeah, but, he, yeah. Was, he was, like, it was just really emotional and intense. I bet. And then she starts singing. And so we're, like, cheering her on. And we're waiting. Because, you know, yeah. you, you want, you're waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, whatever. And then all of a sudden we're sitting there. And she keeps singing. She hits this one note. And then Blake Shelton hits it. Yeah. We, I just flipped that. You don't see it on the TV show, right. but I was, I was freaking out. Doing dude. backflips back yeah, there, it was dude, I bet, man. That's crazy, dude. And then Nick Jonas turned, and that was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let them let them battle it out now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. When uh, when your sister was going through it, did she, uh, did she have an idea who she wanted to work with if she could pick? It was either Blake Shelton or Nick Jonas. Oh, my gosh, so man. That's just we grew up out. as a family band with Nick Jonas, who was in the Jonas <clears throat> Brothers. Yeah. And Blake Shelton, she's a huge country girl. She's from Tennessee. But then Blake Shelton used his only block yeah. and block Nick. Yeah. So it was Blake Shelton. That was her choice from the jump. I That's think. awesome, man. What What was your dad thinking, man? I gotta imagine this this guy's just so proud and proud, just so yeah. emotional and just so happy. But you know, I think mainly the relief of hitting the buzzer. <laughs> he didn't have to get in the car and go back saying, "Oh, we didn't make yeah, it." Yeah, no. It was a great feeling, man. He was he was super proud and happy of her. Yeah, That's so cool, man. Your sister did rocked out and and um. You know, COVID kind of hit shortly after that, right? Midway in the, in the middle yeah. of the season, yeah. Yeah, COVID kind of hit and kind of fucked the whole thing up, in my opinion. I <laughs> it mean, did, it did. It's it's so different just just from watching it, you know, watching the live shows and the crowd and everybody being there. Yeah. Having to do recordings and send your stuff in, man, super unfortunate timing. Because yeah. uh, I, I thought for sure, man, she was going to take it all the way, dude. Me too, man. You know, we were hoping, but of course I'm biased. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> halfway through the season, like, okay, well, you know, we're supposed to be filming next week, whenever, but we're not allowed to do that. Everything's shut down. So we're going to send every contestant cases with the audio equipment, the lighting equipment, the cameras. Jesus. So every every day she has a rehearsal or something. I'm behind the camera moving lights for these guys. Are you guys. really? Yeah, yeah. No way. I have a little production experience. Oh, So these man. guys are like on a FaceTime or Zoom call and they're like, okay, move this light this way. You're going to change the bulb on this, change the gain on her settings. No way. And thank God I knew most of it, but it's like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. From going to, okay, I'm walking out on the stage, all these people are here, all I got to do is sing. Uh, that's it. Now you got to be your own, you know, fashion person. You're on, you're, you got to be your own stylist, your own set person. Jesus. Lighting, camera, audio, yeah. everything. It's a big responsibility, man. It changes the uh, whole atmosphere I bet. of what the contest was. I bet, man. It's got to throw your head just through the ringer, dude. Yeah, but you, you roll know? with the punches. You know, you got to do yeah. it. Yeah. As a rock star, you got to do it, you know? Not everything's <laughs> going to be perfect. Yeah. Damn, that's really crazy. I, I did want to touch a little bit on on, on your sister because that, that is fucking super cool to say. And, you know, and she's doing her own thing, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, right? On, yeah, so she released a, a, her first single the same day as Catch a Vibe came out. She's in the studio right now working on her debut album. So you guys, like, fucking say, yo, what are you guys doing? Why are you releasing stuff when I'm releasing stuff? Well, <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. like, come, come on, man. Mine, mine was, like, set... <laughs> For October 24th. Yeah. I think it was a Friday or Saturday. Which Fridays are the best days to release music on. But I think it was a Saturday because it's my grandfather's birthday. And then she says, oh, you know, help me, you know, set this up, whatever. I'm going to release it on October 24th. 
I'm like, oh, my song's coming out that day. She's like, oh, I didn't know. I said, that's all good. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> if anything, it's cross-promotion. Yeah, right? Yeah. You promote each other. Exactly. Man, that's super cool. I, I can't imagine, you know, having a, a, a family full of rock stars and just everyone trying to do their own thing creatively. And It's great. We all kind of inspire each other. Yeah. Support each other. Everyone has their own ideas. Kind of helps everything grow yeah. really well. That's so cool, man. Uh, you guys just fucking... Every time your name gets brought up, I'm like... These dudes are really about it. Thank you. And man. you guys are like the most down to earth people. Oh, thank you. Uh, why is that? Why are you guys just so fucking rad, dude? All the way around, I'm like, if somebody ever said anything bad about the Fogles, I'd be like, you obviously don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> these dudes are like the coolest people ever, dude. I thank you, man. Appreciate that. It's unreal, dude. Just I think humble beginnings or what? No, I think it's just there's no reason to not be cool with people. Yeah. I mean, everyone's, for the most part, it's just people, man. You got, you know, it's about connections and talking to people. Yeah. There's no reason to, I don't, I'm not better than anybody. Dude. I'm yeah, just, yeah, all yeah. I do is play music. Yeah. There's no reason to not build a relationship and just be cool with everybody. But still, I mean, you, you gotta have, obviously you got your own things going on, right? You, mm. I would imagine you're fucking busy ass dude, right? Yeah. This is your career. All like, the time, it's yeah. nonstop working. What's the next gig? What's the next show? What's the next song? Like, yeah. always, the always something. At? Right. Music video, this producer, yeah. that, Podcast and then, today, and then, yeah. and then and then some random dude goes, "Hey, how about a podcast?" You go, "I'm there." It's like I, I don't know why you make time. Like, how, how do no, you do it? You I, I think it's so important to support other people that you know are creative and that are also dedicated. Yeah, because you know you said I'm redoing my thing. I'm getting this done. Yeah, and as a you know as an artist, I respect other people that are creative and dedicated and put time and work in. Yeah, you know, there's a difference between being a weekend warrior and being someone that's like about their craft and. Yeah. Always trying to better themselves. That's awesome, man. That's seriously so cool. Yeah, so well, I'm cool, hoping, dude. dude. Hopefully, I get famous. And I'm still able to support people that are from the same town as me. Yeah. Or people that are, you know, trying to better themselves. That's that's the goal. Is you know, always give back and help other people. Yeah. Because I'm nobody. I just want other people to help me. It's about the give and take, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, speaking of giving and taking, th- this uh, music video came out for White Lexus, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, like, this dude is around all the right people. It seems like. You know, musically, creatively, he's he's making music videos, animation, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like he's got the whole thing. And, you know, I'm into podcasts, and my boy, he went to school uh, as an English major, okay. and he wants to write a, his, a movie. That's, like, his oh, goal. Awesome. He wants to write his own movie. So he's been, like, writing this script, and we've been going, like, trying to get the process going. And when you drop that music video, I'm like, bro, look, they're fucking <laughs> doing it, dude. Like, what are you doing? Like, watch this. Listen yeah. to this, you know? Catch a vibe comes. I'm like, listen to it, dude. Like these, they're doing it, man. They're mm-hmm. just putting one foot in front of the other, and they're just fucking nonstop doing it. Trying to, man. You know what I mean? So we fake it till you make it. <laughs> you know, if it works, right? Mm-hmm. What uh, what are some challenges that you, that you've had to go through, um, to get to where you're at? Man, it's a loaded question, man. No, there's a lot. There's I, a lot. I'm sure there's a lot behind it. You know what I mean? But um, what what sticks out the most, like? Is it just people getting in your way of, of trying to do your own thing? Is it people shutting down ideas? There's a little bit of everything. I think financially speaking, it's difficult because when you're doing everything independently, uh, you know, it costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And when music is your only source of income and, you, and you're not at that level yet, it's super hard to be able to afford everything you want to do to be professional, to have that professional quality you want to get to the next level. Yeah. So that's why like Karina does everything on her own. I do everything on my own. Sam does everything on his own. Everyone around me is kind of doing their own thing independently. So it's more of, like we say, give and take, trying to build with each other. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to find people that are serious and that are dedicated to work with as well. Yes. That's the hardest thing, I think. 
I think that's a really good answer. You don't find, and especially I'm living in the AV. There's a lot of creative people, but then again, there's not. Yeah. And then I can't always drive to LA for people. And you know, a lot of times, you know, I, I get paid this much for this. I get, and which I totally respect and understand when you're trying to build something and be creative and get to the next level, you kind of got to build your team, which is what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. Finding people that are serious. Yeah. I, I, I would have to uh, agree with that, that answer. Um, you know, trying to, trying to do stuff with the podcast and everything and trying to have people over here. They're like, how does that benefit me? Mm-hmm. Like, if that doesn't benefit, I don't, I don't really want to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah. What are you doing for me? Yeah. And it's like, that's cool. I get it, man. You're looking out for you, but at the same time, like you're probably not going to get that far thinking that way. You know, you got to, no. especially in something like, music where like you said you're limited on resources you have to be able to outsource and and collaborate with other individuals to benefit each other absolutely yeah that's what it's all about collaboration collaboration you know what i mean makes the best it does wow dude wow what a crazy life you live i'm blessed i'm really blessed and you're only 21 21 man i feel like you're just you're just getting started i hope so you know i sure hope so what's the next move you got this uh this album coming up in january Mm mm-hmm um, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely, man. What what style are you going with? Um, I'm not sure what it's called. I'm calling it singing rap. It's kind of more laid back, more chill. It's like uh, I think music you could put on when you're driving, thinking about past relationships, thinking about your own trials and tribulations. Um, every time I write a song, I try to put some thought into my lyrics, and you know, try to tell a story or, or be real with my emotions because I'm not a big Person, I don't. I'm not big on talking about my emotions. Yeah, Italian. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I try yeah. to put some some realness behind my lyrics and a lot of thought and emotion into my songs. So I think it's. I think it, the idea for it is, is right now to be called 21 because mm. it's my 21st year of life. 21 mm-hmm. is my lucky number. I was born on the 21st. Oh shit! I'm 21 now. I want to release it on my 22nd birthday. That's that the, that's the concept for it right now. Okay. Um, two songs are done, like pretty much fully done. There's another song I'm debating whether I'm going to put on or not. And I'll be in the studio this week and the next few weeks finishing it up. So it's, just, um, it's crazy how we're doing it, man. My my producer, Sam, uh, dude, he's like family, man. He, he comes to the house or I'll go to his studio. We start from scratch, just nothing. We say, okay, let's find something that sounds good. Start building on it. Finish a song or two in a day. Wow. And we work, we work so well together, man. That's another thing of finding people that you can work with easily that, you know, understand you. The other day we were in the studio. I said, chop this. I have an idea for it. And then uh, I was gonna like pitch something down. I said, Dude, "Chop it!" And he looks at me and like he puts the mouse like, on the pitch button. He looks at me and I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. It, was, it, it was just so we worked we so well off each together. Other. Yeah, yeah, it was great, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's one thing to find somebody who has the same work ethic, mm-hmm. like wants to yeah. hustle, but then somebody you can connect on that level. It's like, hey, we're yeah. both thinking this, right? Like, it's yeah. easy to work with him. Man. Yeah. Oh uh, no, so he's gonna produce all the songs on it. I'm thinking five, six songs. Okay. It's gonna be called Twenty One. I got yeah two done. Um. I'm just working on it, man. Yeah, that's that's, that's gonna cool, be my though. first kind of compilation of songs. So I love shit that has like a story behind it, like yeah. meaning you're not just doing it just to do it, right? You're putting time, effort. Th- even if nobody like knows like the relationship you were in or whatnot, you yeah. know like it's there. And then hopefully, like obviously with music, everybody relates to it individually. That's the cool thing about yeah. music, right? Is everybody can listen to a lyric and how it affects them or what they pair it to, or like you know match it up with in their life. That's the cool thing about music, but. It's cool to know that it's coming from, yeah, you know, a good or bad place in, in your life, and you're projecting it through your music, you know? which is That's, not something I usually do because, like we say, I don't talk about it, but yeah, I think music is the outlet where I can kind of put it and be more confident about it, okay. and not really care if someone says, "Oh, you know, you feel that way or you think this." 
It's my music. I don't care what you think. Mm. It's how I feel. And if I get 10,000 listens or streams, whatever, versus I get 10, I don't care. Yeah. I'm doing it for me and something I enjoy. Kind of like your tattoos, right? You get them for I just got you another one yourself. the other day. Did you? I, like two days ago, I got one. Really? Yeah. That's so cool that you're always up in there. I saw you on the, on the Friday the 13th not too long ago. Yeah. Up in there getting I'm getting a little something. Yeah. Just keep building. I'm going to get you gotta do it. inked up. Really? Yeah. Just torso down? I'm going to show you what I just got. Let's see it. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm taking my jacket off. People that are just listening. Yeah, for, for just the audio listeners, you know? Although people are going to want to see your face, dude. I already know yeah, it. I don't know about that. People like know Jesse Folkel, you know? So uh, my dad had a, a band back in the day called the Royal Peppers. Royal? The Royal Peppers, Royal yeah. Royal Peppers, okay. And it's kind of Beatle-ish queen type music. And so we had this girl named Jess uh, draw the album artwork. And he said, I want something that looks like John Lennon and Freddie Mercury. <laughs> but how do we put Royal and Peppers together with that? And so what they came up with is that guy. No way. Yeah. No fucking way. It's insane, right? The John Lennon and Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I'm going to show you one. That is so funny, man. I'll show you the original that, album work. Oh my goodness, dude. That is hilarious. What did your pops think when he saw this? So I told him he I was saw the artwork it. first, right? Well, he had his artwork from years ago. Okay. So he didn't see the tattoo until he got it done. That's the original. <laughs> Oh, dude, it looks Tell so me good. Tell the same, right? It looks so good. It's exactly the same. I yeah. need this photo because I got to put it in I'll send episode, it to you, yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I sent him a picture of it. He was like, dude, I love it. The little chucks and everything, dude. The <laughs> that was the best part the, about it is dude, the chucks. It's so sick. Thank you, man. That's fucking perfect, man. Yeah. So what did he, he say when he saw it? He, uh, <laughs> he he freaked out, man. He thought it was so cool. Yeah. He sent it to the original artist. I think it was 2002 it was done. Oh, wow. So he sent it to her, and she's like, that's exactly how I drew it. So she messaged me. She said, uh, I've never had anybody tattoo any of my work. Wow. And, so, and she goes, I never would have thought the pepper would have been the would first be the thing. the first yeah. one, yeah. Because it's such a weird, obscure tattoo. Yeah. No, it's it's awesome. I have a lot of fucking weird We got to talk about them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How that how that spot feel on, on the inner arm, dude? Um, my dad has a tattoo here. He said it was bad. It was the same as every any other place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind the pain. You're a psycho. <laughs> Do you? you yeah, like dude, it? I fucking hate it, bro. What's the worst place you've had? Uh, behind my kneecap, right that here. That sounds bad. Yeah, yeah that that's bad. the worst one. That's my most recent one too. Really? It's fucking goddamn! I hated it, dude. I the tattoo was you know painful. It was the healing process though, because it would scab up when you're bending, and then, and then you go take a step every time you walk. It's just like reopening, and then you chill out for a night, and then you go do it. It's, yeah. Yeah, that, that was probably my worst one. I was man. worried about this because I'm thinking I'm, if I'm moving equipment. I stopped working out before this tattoo now. Okay. But moving equipment is going to scrape against my, my my chest right here. Yeah. So I was worried about that, but it's been good so far. It's so, dude, that's a fucking awesome tattoo. It's man. crazy, right? Like, it's so awesome, dude. And man. the story behind it, again, the stories yeah. behind it is just so sick. It man. was great music. I grew up on it. On the back of the album, it says, like, uh, special thanks to Jesse and Joey Fulco. <laughs> The pepper, dude. That's so the, the sick. The royal pepper, man. That's so sick, man. That's a cool one. Yeah. What uh, what artist inspires you the most, would you think? What what artist out there do you like vibe with and connect with the most that you can either throw on and either drift away into your happy place mm -hmm. or motivates you to like write music? Um, Is it the same artist for both or you have different artists? to? I have a few different artists. It's hard because... I listen to so many different styles, but at this point in my life and with this project I'm working on, I'm going to say Jack Harlow. <clears throat> and I know he just started getting pop and he blew up. Uh, 
you know, what's poppin' went viral and that song blew up and now he's doing remixes and he's on songs with all these other musicians. But, you know, a little bit before it really got to that point, I heard what's poppin'. I was like, man, this song is good. And then I said, well, let me listen to what else he did. Yeah. So from 2015 to 2020, every year he dropped like an album, like an EP. Oh, shit. Every year he did. So I listened to everything he, he dropped. Okay. And I started listening to it. I'm like, man, no one does stuff like this. Like the words he uses, the way he pronounces them, the mm-hmm. way he says certain things. I'm like, man, you know, he's got a good flow. Um, he's got a great sound. It's different. So I've listened to a lot of his old stuff. And that's, Interesting. that's, I think, what inspired me to get more into this kind of style of music. Really? Yeah. And I, I saw an interview he did. He's like, yeah, I just want to make music to inspire people. I was like, man, you inspire me. Yeah. It was just crazy because I, like, we talk about hip hop and stuff. Being from the East Coast, I grew up with Wu-Tang, Gangstar, Diplomats, like a little bit of everything. So yeah. that stuff, then the West Coast rappers, which is, you know, it's more gangster rap. Yeah. And then doing stuff like this is more laid back, more chill. It's just a completely different vibe, but yeah, he he inspires me to make music. That's man. fucking awesome. I'll play you some of his old stuff. It's like it's it's just different. Yeah, it's unique. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he thinks differently than most of the rappers these days. Really? The, it, just the phrases he says and the way he says them. That's interesting. I have to, I'll have to check it out because I, I don't really know too much of his, of yeah. his music. But I, I I'm a big fan of Eminem. Love Eminem, dude. Right? Eminem is man. insane. Dude's fucking maniac, bro. I gotta uh, play a song after remind me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You want to throw it on right now? You no. Look it up. Uh yeah sure. Well, it's up to you. Well, this is a song that this is a song we made. It's called "Take Me Down." It's on uh, iTunes. Actually, yes, it is. It's by the Fulco Experience, I think. Yeah. Um. So my dad wrote this song years back. It's called "Take Me Down," right there. Yeah. And so the idea was. Uh, what was it? Let me let me pause this real quick. It was just very powerful. Like about like if you imagine a monk or like a kung fu person training in the forest, it's all dark. Like it's a very kind of like deep, heavy song. Okay. And then in the middle, we threw a rap in, and it was me that rapped it. Really. And I'm not I'm not a huge fan of my rap on this, but you know, the idea was okay. Eminem needs to be on this song. <laughs> like that was the comment, like, dude. I can't rap this Eminem, and not yeah. that I have any contact with Eminem. Right, right. But it, That's this what... is what I I heard. Okay. On it. Yeah. So so. The, the song was made by your pops, though? Yeah, he wrote it years ago, and then we heard it uh, a few months back in the studio. Like, dude, what song is this? Because I thought the hook was just insane. And he's played it for me. I'm like, dude, we got to remake this. Okay. So, like, I think that night. Really? Started rewriting it. We changed like a word or two, and then we started laying it down. And then we said, let's throw a rap in there. So th- this one right here is the remake that you're on? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we changed the original version. So and, and who owns the rights to this song? Your, your, your pops? Uh, I think my dad, yeah. Okay. I mean, the family. Because I... I don't know if I'll have to bleep it out or whatnot yeah. to get it on there, but uh, I just want to ask before. Oh yeah, we know we own it. So okay, I mean, if you need permission, it's cool right. from us. Hey, you got it right there on video and audio. It's all good. <laughs> take me, take me down. And that's your sister. Yeah. Break me from the ground. Like a raging river, won't you set me free? Bring me, bring me to my Strip me from the things I know Build me up and let me go Take me, take me down Break me from the ground Like a raging river, won't you set me free Bring me, bring me to my 
grip me down till there ain't nothing left Until I'm naked, hanging on to my last dying breath Till I'm bleeding, angry at the whole world is seething Until every goddamn bone inside his body is beating I'm a phoenix from the ashes, I rise like the sun I'm the fuel for the flame behind the fire and gun I'm on a mission with a vision, ain't got something to prove I've been a fighter all my life and I die before I lose I say, Dude, that was fucking phenomenal. Thank you. Man. You didn't like you. You don't think I, you're the best rapper I, like no. on that? <laughs> I'm the only rapper on that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you you think that your your rapping abilities was not like you, you like you think that it wasn't that great for that song? I think that it was a good verse, but I don't think I performed it as well as I could have. Okay. I don't think it's bad, but I, dude, yeah. that was fucking. I love phenomenal. I love that song. I love the hook. I love the chord progressions on it. Dude, that song is phenomenal. Thank you, man. Holy Appreciate shit, that. dude! Thank you. I I'm like in love with that song right now, dude. The whole time listening to it, I'm thinking Eminem, right? Yeah. And it totally has like a sing for the moment type. That's that's what I it's, heard when we yes. were in the studio. So I can see that, but dude, that song is fucking sick. Thank you, man. No, I, I I do like that song a lot. When did that come out? Oh, a few months ago. We just it wasn't planned. We just said let's just drop it and just did it, and then we didn't really announce it. We just said, hey, it's out. Dude, I can't believe I haven't heard that. Yeah, thank you, man. I, I seriously, I'm blown away. Thank you. I, I love that song. My dad played it for me. I said, I don't remember this one because he must have written it in Vegas or something. Yeah. I'm like, man, what is this? So I was like, let's do it. Let's re-record it. Wow. And it goes back wow. to saying the studio is right there. Let's just start doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, dude, that's so sick. What? I'm blown away by that song, man. Thank you. Yeah, that was my little brother Tyler on drums, I think. Lauren Riley on keys. I was on bass. My dad had... That was the original guitar solo. That's so sick. And at the end, I just added a little part. Joey sang it. So yeah. sick. No, I, like, I, I do like that song. Yeah, it I sounds like really song. good. Th Thank this you. other one, the Star Spangled one, that's the one that's been out that has the music video with yeah. all the cars and everything out there, right? That's the main one. Okay. And then Red Roses, that was my sister. Joey wrote that song. Okay. That's a, that's a killer song, too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Jesus, we're, we're working man. on a lot of new stuff, man. Wow, dude. That's fucking so sick. It's so cool that you guys are all rocking out, man. That's so we're, cool. Dude, we're dude. blessed, man. We really enjoy what we do. Yeah. yeah. Um, when when you guys make a song like this, like the Take Me Down and, and you guys are all in there doing it, do you guys all agree like, okay, it's done now. Like we 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 did the song. Mm -hmm. Everybody ha is fucking perfectly happy with it mm -hmm. before you release it. Or yeah. do you have people who are like, eh. I don't like this or I don't like that. Yeah, guy. and then you guys are like, but whatever. You majority yeah. vote is put it out. Well it depends. Like if a song like this, releasing as the Fulcos or the Fulco Experience, is a collective thing. Okay. But at the end of the day, my dad's kind of our, the producer for us. Mm. So he's like the musical director. So like he, he had this mixed and mastered from some guy in uh, Scotland, I believe. <clears throat> and uh, 
uh, we would all listen to it. We said, my sounds great. We were yeah. just cool with it. But when like Joey's new album, Joey and my dad are the ones that have to be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm just a bass player. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'll have yeah. my opinions. Yeah, you're just... But at the end of the day... You're yeah. there to play the bass. And, I play bass and for... Make them happy. Yeah, I play bass for... I did some slide guitar on her album, I think. I think I yeah, just bass and slide guitar. Maybe some background harmonies. But, so you yeah. have the focal experience, which is all of you. Yeah. What's Joey's... She's just going out as Joey Fulco. Or just Joey. I'm not sure what she's doing. Okay. It's going to be Joey or Joey Fulco. And so she's working on her own album. Mm-hmm. Does she have any singles out that are just under Joey Fulco? Yeah, she has one out. And uh, it's called Mess With Me. That one just came out last month. Okay. That's a good song. And then you got you as Jesse Fulco yeah. out. And all you guys are on iTunes and everything like that. Yes. Okay. And more stuff coming soon. Like, Honestly, we're at the, <clears throat> like, the beginning. Yeah. Of it. And it's crazy because as long as we've been doing this... We haven't released stuff like that. We would do like some CDs and sell them, or, you know, give them away to people. Yeah. But now it's kind of at the point where it's okay. Well, you know, the world is social media driven. It's it's driven by streams. It's not you're not selling you people a, aren't a, buying yeah. music. You're not selling CDs. It's not palpable. Yeah. The material, you, the material, excuse me. Yeah. Material that you're buying, you say, oh, like I remember when I bought my first CD or my first vinyl record, man. I was so excited. Yeah. Now it's like, I pay ten bucks a month. And I can hear any song in the world. Right. So there's no need for it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's changed. It has changed. changed. Yeah, I so personally much. still like buying music. Me too. But I only buy music like that I really fuck with. Like Eminem, yeah. I'll buy all this shit. I just yeah, I got Kamikaze you not know too long ago. Yeah, vinyl, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, on vinyl, uh, I got Music to Be Murdered by, not Kamikaze up there. How, uh, what do you think of that album? <clears throat> music to Be Murdered by. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a little different. I think I fuck with Kamikaze a little bit more, mm-hmm. but uh, Music to Be Murdered by was cool. Yeah, there's a few good songs. Yeah, that one song with Anderson Pack I really like. Dude, Anderson Pack is stupid. I just played that song for my boy like two days ago. He's like, How have I never heard this, dude? I Like, take me. No, no that's this one. Take hey, me bro, down. Where you get them from? DJ. Yeah, that machine gun. gun. Yeah, dude. It's, dude I was he... like, This sounds fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it's just perfect. Have you me. ever heard the song as Anderson Pack featured? I think it's Corday, is his name? Mm-mm. It's called, oh, dude, I'll play it for you. It's so stupid. You want to listen to it right now? Yes. <clears throat> and I, I saw them do it live on a talk show. Anderson Pack? Yeah, it was Anderson Pack, and I think Corday is the guy's name. I think it's C O R D A E. I think it's called like R N P or something like that. This guy right here? I think so. Yeah, R R N P. Dude, this song. When they did it live, it was insane. I was like, I gotta, I gotta go listen to it. Really? So I downloaded it. I love this song. Where, where'd you hear it live at though? They were, they were doing it, it on, on, on an Twitter. interview on Twitter. It was somebody posted on Twitter from like the Late Late Show or one of those late night talk shows. Okay. I'll send you that version. Yeah, please do. All niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. Ooh, now one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. Okay, put your fucking hands up. This the fucking anthem. Smiling cause I'm young, rich, black, and I'm handsome. Not to mention wealthy, ass on the healthy. Young millionaire, what the fuck can you tell me? Smell me, nigga. That's Chanel Cologne I'm in Europe with the tourists When I sell your phone Like, ooh, sound like rich nigga problems I hit a bad bitch with a fist full of condoms In the randomness of risky menages Like, get the hair right She can get what she want If it's 
Then flaunt it, my drip like a faucet She told me she was pregnant I ain't even take the motherfucking dick out my pocket yet The opposite, she want me to fly her so I cop the jet Must be thinking I'm a one-way ticket on the runway Dripping in my feng shui, sipping on a Sunday One of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat And all y'all ain't got nothing in me Ooh, now one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet I got three young niggas that the bus at the heat And all y'all ain't got nothing in me I bought a Montclair coat for the times where it broke I'm a wed in the summer on LeBron James boat Front row, duh bro, we don't sit on those bleeds Ain't your pockets obese, they won't fit in those seats Ain't we like a cold team, nigga Shaq and Kobe Like back in 03, I was only like 6 I was like 16, but I can give a 16 I can make a bitch scream, that's a bit extreme I got a dick ball, bitch, I call her Miss Clean My trip frosty like Halls and Listerine And we all all-stars, you hardly six streams Yeah, I had the ball hard to harvest these dreams Swear to God yeah, me too. No Harvey Weinstein. The coupe was lime green. My wrist was blinding. We party in South Beach, Ferraris and blue cheese. Fuck does that even mean? Nigga, just let the hook sing. One of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing. Ooh, now one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. everything man I like, Eminem is one of the best what do you think of Revival it's good yeah I, I think okay what's your favorite Eminem album hmm probably probably Marshall Mathers LP the first Marshall, Mar- Marshall yeah. Mathers yeah yeah that one I know like every song yeah 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 all the words I like I like the I like that I like the relapse I like a lot a lot of his stuff man I, I still know, like his new stuff relapse was actually I don't know why that dude doesn't like uh yeah. relapse I'm like, know. bro, this you fucking you're a maniac, dude. People hate on Slim Shady LP, Marshall yeah. Mathers LP one and two are good. I mean, dude, Eminem yeah. was just he's goat, man. Him, Kendrick, in my opinion. yeah, no, yeah. some yeah. of the best rappers, the best rappers in the world. Yeah, I agree. Can't deny it. I agree. I, I don't know if you noticed, but I got. I noticed a, like, a, yeah, yeah. I saw this. I saw, I saw a few of them. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. I saw that picture. Yeah, that brick is actually from his house, hanging up on the wall that? right there. Yeah, Haggerty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that brick. Uh, that was on the that house that's on both the Marshmallows LP album and LP two. Really, he's sitting on the uh, porch. Mm-hmm. That brick is from the porch. Wow. Yeah, that house burned down in a structural fire, and they went in. They grabbed seven hundred bricks, and that's one of one of seven hundred. How expensive was that? <laughs> it was actually like six hundred bucks. Okay, but uh, now it's like worth four grand. It's usually in a safe. I brought it out just because yeah. you were coming as, Dude, as an artist. I, okay, so I did it's notice. It's usually in I was a safe. At- yeah. It's wow, usually in a man, safe. that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I brought it out just today because you're an artist, and I was like, I want it out for it. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. it's usually in my safe, but yeah, th- this is like a limited cassette signed by him. There's only two two hundred fifty of those. The that over there is the original prints where he wrote the song "Lose Yourself." Oh man, and there's only like seventeen hundred of those. So yeah, so you're a legit Eminem fan. Yeah, like, you like portrait dedicated. tattooed on my leg. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta see it. <laughs> yeah. I burned myself on my Harley right here, but uh, yeah, man, young, young, slim, shady. Wow. Dude. Yeah, man. Do you want to get tattooed by Mr. Cartoon? 
Dude, that would fucking be so sad. How do you know about Mr. Cartoon, dude, bro? Dude, that's, that's history right there. That's I culture, can't, dog. dude. You're so sick for saying that, bro. I want to... I, I, I think I tweeted it like last year. I was like, I will get tattooed by Cartoon. Dude. And I will get f- photographed by uh, Esteban. That's so I, sick, I have bro. to. For, just I for can't me. believe you know those two, dude. That, Absolutely, man. That's, that's part of the culture, man. Wow, bro. So yeah. my hat's off to you for knowing that, Thank dude. You, yeah. Not a lot of people know that at all. Yeah, no, dude, and... I mean, he tattooed proof, and Eminem got the same tattoo proof guy yep. from Cartoon. Yep. I think he did Bizarre. He did, yeah, Dre, did Bizarre's Belly. Cent. Yeah. Yeah. He did all those guys. He does. All, he does them all, dude. He's expensive now. Well, yeah. Well, now, respectfully yeah. so, right? Like, absolutely makes sense. That's crazy that you know about that, man. Yeah, you, you got really know uh, your history. Yeah, man. you really know your culture, right? Absolutely. Well, That's you, fucking yeah. nuts, dude. Wow. Fucking hats off to you, man. I did a. I did a. You're probably the only person besides my boy Damien who's trying to write that movie yeah. that that knows who those two are. Are you kidding me? I don't know too many Dude, people. We're in who LA, know them. man. I don't know too many people who know them. See, that's insane to me. Yeah, because there's such icons to the culture. Yeah, and to, I mean, especially I'm from New York, but living in LA, like, LA County now. I'm gonna say not yeah, LA, yeah, yeah, but yeah. living in LA. Yeah, like. When you do this, that's them. Yeah, those yeah, fools started, started that. that. I mean, they're, they're, they're literally the OGs. That's crazy. OG Lepke used to roll with them too. A, Damn, a lot of those dude. cats, man, they all used to roll together. Oh, uh, my mind is blown right now, dude. Not to say that like, oh, Jesse wouldn't know, but no, it's no. like well, it's just, you, you're no. literally one of two people who've come in here and, wow. and know who that is. I'm shocked, man. Yeah. I respect more people from the LA scene because I'm from New York. You would think I mean, you do yeah. come in here with your New York chain and hat and then to, and and shout out LA. You know what I mean? That's my state. You baby. did show up. You're from Queens, right? I mean, I'm from Long Island. My, da- oh, okay. my dad's from Brooklyn. I'm from Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're born there. Yeah. Born there. lived there for like five, five, six years in Switzerland, Vegas here. I went back a few years back. I want to go back now, but with everything going on, it's kind of yeah, hard. it's pretty crazy, especially over there in New York, man. Fucking poor New York, dude. I know, man. That shit was heartbreaking to hear all those people, man. It's terrible. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's the world these where, days. Where, if you could live anywhere, where do you want to live? Are you cool being over here on the West Coast in, in L.A.? or Is money a question? Money's not a question. You made it. All right. Probably Manhattan. Really? I'd probably live in Manhattan. It's either, for me right now, it's either Manhattan or Los Angeles. Okay. But, you know... If money's not an option, Manhattan, because you couldn't have an insane yeah, apartment, yeah, and, shit, yeah, and not even trip, yeah. But it's so expensive. <laughs> it's so expensive. Yeah, it's no. And joke. for a musician, it sucks. So I better make it famous <laughs> if I want to live there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, man. It's, it's got to happen for you. I you hope know? so. I mean, just working hard, man. That's all that is. Is yeah. working hard, putting in the time. You know, practicing, trying to perfect your craft and get to that point. Who who do you keep around you, man? Do you have a small circle of people that you keep around you, yeah. or or how does it work? Because I I've been out. Mm-hmm. And where you've been in establishments with me, and like people are just all over you, man. So, yeah. and like I said, you're the most humbled, like, what's up? Hugs, everything, handshakes, whatever. Doesn't matter. Even if you walk by, like, hey, man, what's going on? Real yeah. quick, let me shake your hand. I'm, I'm gonna go and get on stage real quick. Mm-hmm. But you make that time real quick. You have so to, man. How hard is it to, to maintain that small circle when everybody wants to be around you and everybody wants to be a part of what you're doing because you're doing big things? I feel like. Mm-hmm. people just want to be a part of that even though they're not contributing in any way yeah. they just want to be riding your coattails per se no, i get what you're saying i think there's some people that want to ride the coattails some people are just supporting you um and i don't think there's i think that people that think that they're too big to like you know give somebody a conversation that bothers me yeah because you're nobody man and yeah. especially without these people supporting you right you're nothing man yeah like um i was gonna go into a whole different thing uh no, I think it's important you make time for people, man. These people that support you, and without all your friends and supporters, you're nothing. Yeah. So I, I, it's it's hard to keep a small circle because when 
people I, I kick it with frequently mm-hmm. or people I work with, that's very small. It's usually my family or like I got Sam T, I got Max, and I got KP. So well, I got other people that you know too, but those yeah. are the main people I, I kick Th- with. That's your circle. Yeah. That's 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 your group right there. Yeah. So uh, being around uh family on you know, the y'all y'all live together, y'all work together, y'all are doing the same thing. Is it hard to take a step away from that for a second and just have a conversation or just do something for fun with other, other than that. Yeah. And, and, or the people in your close circle, or is it every time you're around, it's always like creative stuff. And because it's what you guys love to do, it never feels like it's like, Oh, mm. we're still working. We're still working. It's just a passion. Is uh, it hard to just take a step back and do something else with those people around or, or yeah, it's a little hard, but I don't think it's an issue because like most of the time, if we are being creative, we're into it. We're like, oh man, this is so cool. You know, we're working on something different. We're doing something new. That's you know, with my close circle or my family. I'm like, this is so dope. But then you have, I think you you need to take a step back for your mental health and for your life. And yeah. my, my little brother and I are working on a car. He can't okay. drive yet, so I'm driving it for him. But he's been fixing it up. He's been doing all the work on it. It's something just different than music. And that was my dad's idea. He said because he said, man, you need something. Too much of anything is too, bad. Exactly. Too it's much moderation, of is man. bad. Yeah. And as invested as we are, and as constantly as we do it. You know, every now and then, I'll take my brother for a drive. We'll take the car out, you know, eat something, just hang out. That's so cool. Or the, the music and, and what you want to do consumes you because, you know, I want to be working when other people are sleeping. Mm. I want to be doing it more than anyone else because you have to put the time to be the best or, you know, get to that level that you want to be at. But every now and then, you got to take time to say, okay, this is family time now or this is time to just relax. Yeah. You need that break every now and then. Yeah, so find it, it out is people hard are doing, do you know, spiritually, mentally, exactly. physically. Like, yeah. oh man, how you doing? Yeah, yeah what's yeah, going yeah. on with you? And, yeah, you know, you're human. Yeah, your head. yeah, yeah. Wow, man. How how do you uh, keep people from constantly hitting you up every day and wanting to hang out and try to get into that inner circle when it's like mm-hmm. you're not inner circle, man? Like, I, I respect you as yeah. a as a as a not fan because mm-hmm. you don't say that, but you know, as a friend, family, and whatnot. But I. And and you're such a good like nice person. It seems like that like it would almost be hard to say like, mm-hmm. sorry dog, like you can't yeah yeah you can't come along. You know like um I I think when it comes to that you got to set boundaries. That's that's the hardest thing with it is is the boundaries because you know some people you're cool with and some people you're not so cool with. Some people are just acquaintances. Some people are friends and family. Yeah, and I got plenty of people I call family. Like I could have you know fifty hundred people over to the house and not feel like these people are invading. My personal space to trying to be part of whatever because I, I look at these people like family man they, they really support me we talk about things besides music we talk about their families it's like it's where we really do have that connection yeah um i don't think too many people try to get in like that you that's know, cool if, if somebody only wants to be friends with me because of what i'm doing and what i'm trying to do you usually know it's pretty apparent you, you, you can cut them off yeah it's pretty apparent. other than that man people are just cool man you know that they, they just want to hang out and and talk to me so, yeah. you know, what's going on with you? How you doing? And I respect that, man. You know, that means yeah. a lot to me when people do that. That's super chill, man. Yeah. Uh, real quick, what what type of car are you guys building? 1952 Plymouth Cambridge. Okay. Yeah. Why on earth are you building a 1950 anything? You're 21. Your little brother's Dude. how old? Seven? 15. 15. 15? Yeah, not even 16. How? Uh, how? Why? Where'd this car come from? Um, I think some dude in Roseman had it just sitting. <laughs> but it runs like a champ, man. Really? And after all the work and stuff he's been doing... The lights work. You got turn uh, turning signals. Uh, it's a three on the tree, so it's manual. And I've never driven a manual until this car. Yeah. So I'm learning that, but it's it shifts smooth. That's so you know sick. my little brother is um, very old school in the way he thinks. 
and he He's really appreciates old the old yeah also absolutely right. he appreciates the old cars the old music he loves to cook, like the old Italian recipes. That's so he's sick. All, he's he's, a, little, he's yeah. a little mafia guy, you yeah. know, without, <laughs> without, you know, without busting kneecaps. Yeah, exactly. super, yeah. super old school. That's so sick. Dude. I break his balls all the time. Yeah. Because he, he's born in Switzerland. So he says, I'm more Italian than you because I was born by Italy. I said, I said, Tyler, I'm from New York, man. Yeah. I'm Italian from New York. You yeah. can't get more Italian than yeah, that unless that, you're from Italy. Yeah, that's like uh, people... In Glendale, Armenians in Glendale. It's like, yeah. bro, it's little Armenia over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's, it's true, man. Italy, dude. I think right now yeah. he's probably making like pasta or something. That's so sick, yeah. dude. He's all about that stuff. So he, he likes the what old school cool stuff. What a cool cat, yeah. man. What a cool cat. Nah, he's great. And he's talented, too. Really? Yeah, he's super talented. Yeah. I think I saw a super old photo of you guys as a kid, man. I think he was on the drums. It was like mm -hmm. one little cymbal and a little. Yeah, a little yeah, back snare. when he was first starting yeah, off. Yeah, dude. I was like, this And now he's a better a musician sick. than all of us. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. That's so sick, man. Yeah, I was looking at some old photos of you guys trying to do some research and whatnot, but it's just cool to see you guys progress and where you're at now and, mm -hmm. you know, just fucking, hey, the sky's the limit, you know? Thank just you, trying man. to fucking think where you guys are going to end up. Man, you know, I, you know just, we're going to keep working and, and never going to stop until... Uh, we're never going to stop. Yeah. yeah. Until nothing, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking... Your heart fucking pumps music tunes, you know what I mean? There ain't no blood down yeah. there. It's all music just pumping out that heart. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play <laughs> you two songs before I leave right. off camera just so you can see what the new album's kind of going to sound like. I would fucking love that, dude. Yeah. It's, a, it's different than the other songs, too, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Right now, are you just, like, trying to, like, just, ex like, go in a bunch of different horizons? Like, just shoot off in a bunch of different ways and just see, like, I want to try this style, I want to try this mm -hmm. style, I want to try this style. And Yeah. Yes and no. Um, the two main focuses are this kind of like pop singing kind of rap type stuff. And I, I'm just going to call it rap because I don't, you know, that's the main category. So there's that. And there's also punk, which I'm doing both genres of it. And those are my, my two main focuses musically. But as a songwriter, okay, so here's the way I looked at it, right? Eminem's a rapper. Mm -hmm. He does hip hop. That's what he does. Mm -hmm. he, no one's going to say Eminem's a singer. Right. Right. Yeah. No one's going to say that Adele it's a country singer. Yeah. Everyone has their own thing. So I was thinking about it and I said, man, I grew up listening to all different styles of music. I love punk. I love rap. I love like singer songwriter acoustic music. Mm -hmm. Like Tom Waits is one of my favorite musicians. He plays piano and sings. He plays guitar. Uh, Tom Waits, Neil Young, guys like that. It's just a two, like all these different styles. And so I, I was thinking, you know, what am I going to be? What am I going to do? And I said, you know what, man, there's no reason I can't do everything I want to do. Yeah. So the main thing is, the rap pop, that's what's happening today. That's a big thing. But also, I think punk's making a comeback, like kind of rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Machine Gun Kelly's doing a little bit of both. Yeah. His that, new album just dropped. Yeah, which is crazy. I yeah. mean, I got my own opinion about MGK, yeah, but... of course. As an artist, yeah, you're right. He did do one style yeah. of music, and now he's... He's he's, he's kind of transitioning. He's, he's working with Travis Barker. Yeah. Uh, he's doing work with Mod Son. But he did work with Black Bear, and I was in a Black Bear's music video last year. And actually, the new you music... Were, yeah, as a background. You just gonna throw that in there, Relica? Yeah, where yeah, I was in the music. No, I'm a, I, I love Black Bear. Black Bear is super talented. <laughs> the music I'm working on is kind of I, the way I hear it is early G E Z, early Black Bear. Oh, okay. Kind of mixed sick. together, but it's yeah. not. You know, I can't compare myself to guys like that. But that's the kind of vibe I, I feel from it. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, he's just doing like rap, pop, punk, like a little bit of everything, man. And I respect that. So I said, just I can do my rap stuff. I can do my punk stuff, and I could be a singer songwriter. I could do whatever I want, and there's no reason that I can't do that. So I that that's a very good um, that's a good way of looking at it. Because back in the day, like early two thousands, you couldn't do that. No, you're, everybody was you're set do this in their, or that. Yeah. yeah, you're pop punk, you're rap, right? You're hip hop, you're right. R and B. So so obviously, you know, any business, what's your 
what's your demographic, right? You have to have one. How, how can you market this? Who mm-hmm. are you selling to? Who's your audience, yes. right? But now you're right. It is this interesting blend of music and styles mm-hmm. and you're getting people to collaborate together who was like, what the fuck? I would never imagine these two yeah. collaborate. How did that even happen? Fu- and, yeah, and it's fucking sick, dude. Like, it, it, when, The game when, is changing, man. It is changing, yeah. The game is changing and you got to roll with it. And I think that if I could be one of those dudes that's kind of ahead of it, because not too many people are doing all these different genres of music. Yeah. But people are collaborating with other artists that you wouldn't expect to, like you said. Yeah, you're going to so, help pioneer this shit, you know? I'm sure I mean? hope so. You're going to fucking... Give me something to yeah, <laughs> yeah. put on my resume. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I would love to hear it. Um, I don't know how much time we got with you. I'll try to wrap it up. Uh, real quick, though, about your studio time. Mm-hmm. What... How do you mentally... Pre- like, so I know or I think I know, that before you and your family perform, mm-hmm. go on stage, you all get together, you all... You huddle up. Huddle up, you know, give some give some good words to each other, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to go into detail on what you guys say and everything, but you guys do get together and... Every, every show. Right. Before, before, before we start, we talk. Yeah. A little positive, you know, a little positivity, a little motivation, you know, why are we here, what are we doing this for, and yeah. get our minds straight. Super sick. Mm-hmm. Respect it. What do you do when you go into the studio? Is it the same thing? Yes, but when I'm in the studio by myself, it's a little different because, you, you know, you have to be the teacher and the student for yourself. And that's the only way that you can improve. You have to tell yourself, okay, you, you better focus. You better get this done. But also, you got to teach yourself how to do it. So it's that give and take with, you know, your internal uh, mindset. And uh, when I when I go to studio, first thing I do is I'll get my, like, my studio set up clean. I want to organize, I want to clean, so I'm focused, I don't want any distractions. I light some incense, I listen to some music that maybe I want to be inspired by before, and I kind of get my head straight, like, okay, what am I doing here, what am I trying to create, what do I want my music to be, and it's not really a conversation with myself, it's just more mentally I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, you know, this is what I want to embody, this is the kind of style I'm going for, um, and if I start writing lyrics, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll tell myself, you know, that's not real, that's not who you are. You know, you have to talk about what you know and what you're about. Interesting. And it's the only way to, to that's the only way that you're going to come across in your music as legit. Yeah, so it's going to separate you from, exactly, from the crowd. Yeah. yeah. And so many people are saying, you know, money this and girls that, and that's all cool. And right. that's that's part of who you are. But if every song's the same, it's like, hey, what do you what are you what are you giving to the music industry that's not already there? Yeah. So I try to get my head straight with that. I try to think about I want my lyrics to be different. I want my lyrics to be real. And then, you know, Sam will come in and we'll say, okay, what are we feeling today? How, how are you feeling today? You know, how am I feeling today? What's your mood? What kind of music you want to make today? And then we'll find sounds or something. We'll say, okay, let's make something poppy today. We, I, want, I want people to jump to this song. Yeah. I want people, you know, in the clothes, hang, bang into this one. Yeah. Or I want some, when you're sitting down with your girl having a drink or you're smoking and you're just listening, you're chilling. Yeah, yeah. Or I want something that's when you're taking a drive, it makes you thinking. Yeah. That's little stuff so like sad, that, man. man. Little stuff like do, that. Do you have? Do you allow people up in your studio when you when you're in your creative zone and when you're doing stuff? Do you have people in there occasionally? I don't know how big your studio is. I, I would imagine it's, it's a it's, decent size. It's, it's like a, it's like a living room. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you have a uh like a window where you can watch people go into the into the booth and they can lay their tracks down and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, no no or window. It yeah. It's booth? just a closet. So it's just a closet. So you don't see it in there. Okay. Which I kind of like, but I don't like because I like to see my producer. Yeah. When I'm working, but also it's kind of like I'm here by myself. Right. You kind yeah. You kind of. Yeah, but we got some couches Separate. and some seats in there. So every now and then I'll bring some people in. Um, but it's usually just KP. Sometimes Max comes over. Because when I'm working, I like to, I don't know, I don't want anyone to, I don't want to say I don't want anyone to judge me, but I want to be able to experiment 
and and lock in with my producer and lock in with my music and not be afraid to say things I want to say. Yeah. So most of the time I won't. But if I'm like finishing up a song, I'll say, yo, come to the studio, come listen. Tell me what you think about this. Yeah. Get some feedback on people. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. What I'll probably do for this next album too is have a listening party. Yeah. So, you know, have my so some sick, close man. friends over and say, listen, here's the five, six songs. Here are all the lyrics. Everything's in order. We're just going to listen here. Yeah. Dim the lights, put on some like some neons, some incense, and just listen. And let me get your feedback when we're done. Yeah. Not that it's going to say, you know, oh, I hated this. I'm Take it off. It's just, I kind of want to... It's like yeah, a, you're just testing market, the waters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah what, what what are you guys feeling? What's it called? You know? when you like you test out uh, when you, like marketing people do this. What's it called? You know what I'm talking about? Like they put people in a room and they say, "Okay, yeah, yeah." They they, they just it it's called? like a feedback no, I'm session. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what the, word what the actual it. term yeah. is, but, but yeah, I want I want to do something like feedback. that. Again. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool, man. Yeah, damn, you're invited. I that's kind of what I'm getting at. You know, I want to I want to take my camera and I want to shoot some photos. And <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I'll just stay in the back. I won't say nothing. I just want to capture you. No, I want you to come listen, man. I yeah. want you to just hear it. I, I do would, uh, if you invite me to the listening party for sure, I'll, I'll definitely show up and, and give my feedback because I fucking love your music, dude. Thank you. I appreciate I, and, that, man. Yeah, it's fucking so sick, dude. I'll play the new stuff, stuff for our balance. I want you to hear it yeah, right, off right the on. record. <laughs>